You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Vanessa. And you're listening to The Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30 minutes or less. And we are coming at you with kind of a, we're sort of ending a lot of the season. So New York has officially wrapped. Um, Beverly Hills has one more part to go. And I think Southern Charm is getting close to being um, at least halfway done. I think we'll get the, you know, mid-season trailer here in a little bit. But um, what were your thoughts on New York so far? Like, we'll talk about part three and then just overall what we felt about it. But what did you think of part three? I thought it was actually really, I thought it was good. These, I was watching today, um, hung over <laughs> on my way uh, in the car. We had a fun weekend uh, away. But anyhow, that's way more than you all need to know. So I was watching today, and I thought it was really, really funny, actually. I thought there was a lot of good moments. I think only in New York will you ever see literally Luann kissing Bethany's ass. I, them having, yeah. like, a hug train with Barb. Them going at it, like, really hardcore at Luann. Like, I feel like this is the only cast that you'll ever see that, where it's, like, semi-normal. But I felt like they ended it all on a really good note. Uh, I agree. And I think it's one of those seasons where or one of those series where they all can go at each other's throats, but they like really do care. It's so bizarre. It's like a dysfunctional relationship. Um, but it's like every like reunion, it sort of wraps up the season and everyone's like kind of okay for a little bit. Um, yeah. Which was, it was good to see. I felt like though, I wanted more from some of the other like members of the show, but I, I love what we got. So we just, we got a lot of Luann. Um, and I don't think, Luann fully knows what her, her issue is with alcohol. I thought it was a really interesting question when uh, uh, Ramona said, when your probation is up, will you continue being sober? And she said, I'm going to take it day by day. I didn't realize that this like forced sobriety is only part of her probation. It's not. I would agree with that statement. Yeah. Like it I'm, wasn't a self-realization like, oh, I'm an alcoholic. It was, no, I'm being court ordered to do this. I feel like she, and based on what we have seen in the reunion and in the show, I feel like she has a hard time putting that label on herself Yeah, for whatever reason. And I mean, clearly she thinks she can drink socially because she did that and she broke her probation. So I, I don't know. It's really hard. It'll be interesting to see what decision she makes. Clearly, she's got to know that all eyes are going to be on her. I hope she makes good ones. I agree. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, 
I'm worried to see what comes of Louie because I do think she's going to go back to drinking. Um, but hopefully not. Hopefully I'm proved wrong. And maybe Cabaret will be, as, as weird as it sounds, her way to remain sober because I think if she keeps having issues where she's having to go back to court and she's on probation again, I mean, she might not be able to travel and do as much of the cabaret that she wants. So, um, yeah. Well, and also like if she's supposedly like allegedly going to be on Chicago and Broadway, I'm, if I'm remembering this correctly, I think with Hall and Hollywood with actresses and actors on movies, you can ha- there can be a clause if you're, uh, known to be a liability like I remember hearing about this with Lindsay Lohan yeah. and her more at like the peak of her career in troubled days like if you mess up it could cost the studio a lot of money or there's like basically anyone who hires you is at risk because of all the things yeah. that you've done I'm not saying Lohan is Lindsay Lohan by oh, any means but I, mean, I wonder yeah. if she's trying to get into Broadway or whatever she's <laughs> trying to do if that would keep her more accountable I the Broadway thing so I will say so she, of course, loves to toot her own horn. I will say there's been posts, though, that it's not been confirmed that she's in Chicago from some sources in Broadway. I have. Have you seen her react to any of that? No. Mm, we'll see. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it personally. Um, like when I heard about that, I was like, really? I was shocked Man? that she would announce it. I mean, maybe they reached out to her, but I like with this the way she said it she's like well and i mean i'm gonna be in a broadway show and i'm gonna kill it like and she kept bringing it up and even during was like okay congratulations you're gonna be on broadway let's box it up i am like i thought louianne always realized she wasn't that great of a singer and part of the whole thing is like i thought it was her almost like capitalizing on the joke that is her singing career that's like and i thought she had that like she was in on the joke in on the joke and, I, and then like <laughs> at this reunion i'm like oh my god she thinks she can sing. Like, they're like, you're not Adele. And she's like, I know I'm not Adele, but I'm going to be on Broadway. And it's like, I mean, Al Roker was on Broadway. This isn't like, I mean, like, they, they do this pretty frequently. Well, they'll just cast people for smaller parts that have a large following. Um, I don't think Al Roker is, like, you know, lighting the world on fire with his voice, but he got to be on Broadway. Um, but Luann seems to think she is, like, high caliber, like, talent. She lacks so much self-awareness and it was so funny. Like even watching her, that montage that the women showed her, like just talking about cabaret yeah. and she thought they weren't being supportive and all of this. Like she lacks so much self-awareness. I remember everyone being like, are you out of your mind? Like, what did you see? Like, how were we not supportive of you? And her response, like, I feel like she couldn't even respond to it. Like she's, her head is so far up her own ass. Yeah. Although I do, I do, I will and we said this last week, or I said this last week too on our episode, but I do give Luann accountability or not accountability credit for taking and answering the questions. Did she answer them? Some of them fully? Mm, yeah. I don't know. That's could be debatable, but yeah. I do feel like she handled herself well, considering she was on like on the hot seat 75% of the time. I think Barb said it best where she said that like Luann expects everyone to show up for all of her things and to put like, if you're friends with Luann, Luann expects you to make that friendship a priority but it's not reciprocated. And I think that just basically sums up Luann in a nutshell. If you look at a lot of her relationships, like not even just like friendships, but men she's dated and been married to on the show, um, it does seem like she expects a lot, but doesn't always do that in return. Like remember Jock? Um, when she, yeah. 
I mean, he, I think she really loved him. He loved her, but she cheated on him with the Johnny Depp lookalike, um, the pirate. Um, but I mean, apparently she had, was doing like cheating on him, uh, like uh, quite a bit. Um, but she, I, so, but I feel like had he done it back, she would have been, it would have been like, Oh, I'm heartbroken. He cheated. He was unfaithful when she was doing it all along as well. Oh, I agree with you a hundred percent. She's definitely a narcissist. Yeah. There's a lot of narcissism there. And even like hearing her get so upset with Barb. So Barb made a salty comment about her singing and she basically, what did she say? It was like she, something like she, she was she mic'd up. Sing. And I think she kind of forgot she was mic'd up and someone had said, um, is it just Luann? Like t- before the show started, is it Luann the whole show? And she's like, no, she has a little ax and other people that comes up because she can't really, she knows she can't carry the show herself because she can't really sing. <laughs> And how did you feel Barb handled that situation? And do you think Luann, I mean, I get being pissed if that's like your true friend saying that, but I actually thought Barb handled herself well. What did you I think? I thought she handled it really well. I mean, and then like they asked all the other women, they're like, uh, I mean, Ramon was like, you can't carry a tune. Um, I, I mean, and I think, it, I think she honestly did think she was, forget she was mic'd up. And Bethany even said, we've all had moments where we forget, we forget that we're, we're doing this. Um, but I don't think, like, I think she thought Luann was in on the joke, too. I don't think she thought she was being rude by any means. Um, Luann took it as she wasn't being supportive. But, I mean, Barb said she's been to eight of her cabaret shows. That's pretty supportive. That is very supportive. And I also was kind of shocked to hear that Barb, like, truly put her life on the line and her work and her employees. I mean, we got a little bit of that throughout the season. But I didn't realize to the extent of how much she gave up her life for Luann. How sweet was it? It's kind of sad. So but she, they were talking about it and she goes, and that's what makes me a good friend. And she didn't mean just like in general in life, that's what makes me a good friend. She meant that's why I think originally she was supposed to hold an apple. And she was then when they start going through production, they made her friend of. And I think that was her way of basically saying like, this is why I'm not a real house, like a full house. Yeah. Agreed. And like you had a note about this and we, I think this is the end of Barb, which yeah. I'm personally fine with. I am too, I don't think, I mean, I have nothing against her. I think, you know, she, I'm sure she's a, a nice person. It's, she's obviously very loyal. Um, but I just think she doesn't make for good TV. I think she was a little boring. And I think even like, uh, Bethany was saying to her, like, you, you've got to put it all out there. She almost was like, like, this is a job and to keep your job, you have to perform. And part of that is sharing the good, the bad and the ugly. And I think a lot of these women do. Um, I mean, the Bethany doesn't share her divorce because she legally can't, but she talks about it quite a bit. Oh yeah. I thought Bethany summed it up. Yes. You have to show all your truest feelings and your thoughts. You can't hide behind the camera. Like, you know, we as viewers read onto that really, really quickly and we'll call you out on it. Like a lot of people have on their dislike for Barb. I, mean, I think, and like you said, I think she's a nice person. I think on the show, when I say dislike, it's because on the show and that with that cast being so strong as the, as it is and with all those personalities, I just felt like she brought nothing. I agree. So. I, I don't think we'll see Barb again. And I think even Barb knows that she's done. So I don't think it's like, I, I don't think she seems that upset about it. Um, but one person who I don't think is going anywhere is our, our beloved Sonia. Um, Lady Morgan, Lady Morgan. And we kind of finally got to, I feel like, you know, a lot of it was Bethany and Luann and I rightfully so. I mean, they were really 85% of the drama, 
but we did get a little bit um, with Sonia and she um, had to answer, I think some tough questions. Um, I do think it was interesting that Bethany was talking about the night in Miami when they called 911 and um, Sonia had fallen and they thought she'd possibly hit her head and they wanted to make sure she didn't have a concussion because she was very drunk. And so she fell asleep. It's, uh, you know, extremely dangerous. And Bethany said she went off camera into the closet, into Sonia's purse and went through all of her stuff to make sure there weren't any pills and she didn't find anything. Um, I wish they would have like played on that a little more. Like I, you know, Luann was one who put it out there that she's on all these pills and doing all these things. I don't think it was really fair than like, I feel like Luann didn't really have to answer her saying that. No, I don't think she did either. And I like give Bethany props for doing that and like thinking that quick on her feet because her con- when she, the way she fell, she fell really, really hard. Yeah. So I was surprised that Bethany kind of shared that detail at the reunion. But again, it just goes to show that Luann, when she's throwing ac- – she shouldn't be throwing accusations like that so loosely when she has so much writing on herself. Yeah. She gets so mad if people, like, hint at the fact that she's not taking her sobriety seriously and then she's going to throw out that Sonia is abusing pills. Although, like we found out with Vanderpump, I think it was Sonia or somebody was like, I mean, we all kind of, you know, we'll take um, Xanax and some other things. And they're like kind of nodding, like, yeah, of course, we all do that. And you're like, yeah, that's okay, not healthy. Cool. Yeah. No, um, no, but not at all. But she was so Sonia. I mean, even with the whole Tej, Taj. She's Raj, like, he's in school. He's doing great. We're friends. <laughs> he's going to be my intern. Yeah. I'm like, what? Uh, he probably will. That would be amazing TV. I mean, it would be great. It would be a nice comeback for him. And she refuses to call him by his right name, too. I know. Even after Andy corrected her so many times. I think Andy is like, maybe it's because New York, he's so comfortable with these women. He does not hold back in correcting them and calling them out and, like, throwing shade. And I love it. I do, too. It's it's so good. And I'm excited to see what's next next for New York. And I'm really sad it's over. I'm already... I'm going to miss it so much, but I'm excited for the next season. Cause I think they're going to continue to deliver oh, and yeah. bring it. They always, we actually, we actually, and speaking of like some things with New York and I shared this um, on our Instagram and we'll keep it up for tomorrow as well. But Ramona had the most Ramona moment possible. So it's nice to see that the ladies are consistent on and off camera. She was, at a party I believe somewhere I think it was in the Hamptons and yes. she was taking pictures with Kristen the old New York housewife and she purposefully asked Giselle, Giselle <laughs> from Real Housewives of Potomac to not be on the camera um, which was so rude I mean, so it was, um, like it was exactly like what she did to Barb where basically she was like who wants to go out Tinsley do you want to go out Sonia you're going out like she purposely did not say Barb do you want to go out um that's just that's just Ramona in a nutshell so Ramona so we'll we'll share that yeah do you you think though minus Barb that the cast that was on the couch will there be any changes because there's been a lot of rumors that certain people have already been fired I really don't think so I don't know why they would mess with such a good thing they I mean they've gotten I think they would I think Tinsley might be at risk. I think she did really good this season. And after she broke up with Scott, we saw a lot more of her. But it's rumored that um, the Mooch, uh, his wife, is going to be on. Oh, yes. I have heard that rumor now that you've said that. And he, you know, worked for Trump um, and then was on Celebrity Big Brother and was actually, like, really good on there. Um, I would be really – I think that would be really a really interesting dynamic because – that group's pretty split. You know, Dorinda was hardcore for Hillary. 
Bethany won't say it, but basically imply that she voted for Trump. Um, it'd be interesting to have another like Trump person in there just from a political standpoint. Do you mean, do you mean Ramona? No, Dorinda, Dorinda and Carol were at that party and they were, I know, but, but Bethany, you think voted for Trump? Yeah, she did. She was like saying how they went around and like three of them said no comment. And then she was like, so basically all of us saying no comment voted for Trump. Oh, I don't think I ever realized. That. Yeah, as this was two reunions ago when Carol was still on. Oh, wow. But you know, Bethany was on The Apprentice and Trump helped her make a lot of connections with her. Sure. So I think I mean it could be some of that, but um I just think it'd be an interesting dynamic politically because I think the New York women um are a lot more political than probably some of the other cities. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. It wouldn't surprise me I would like to see Tinsley come back, especially like she, her being scot free. I think she has would have a more interesting storyline again. I think she'd be more fun. I can see her going out with Sonia. Like I, I, I'm hoping for. I would like to see Tinsley back on, and I can see the Mooch's wife maybe be the new friend of. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be it'll be interesting, and it has not been confirmed that she's on the show yet. Um, so one thing that has been confirmed is um, the cast of Southern Charm is kind of a hot mess when they go on vacation. Oh, my gosh. Such a hot mess. But this episode was so good. I really, really enjoyed the ski trip. It is. Um, I wasn't sure what to expect because, you know, we knew Whitney wasn't going to ski. Shep's uh, knee, he tore his meniscus, so he couldn't ski either. Uh, so I'm like, because part of the fun is watching people who can't ski try to ski on a ski trip. And we saw a little bit of that. Um, but really, I mean, a lot of it, I mean, the parts that were, was good TV, it was really all around Catherine or involving Catherine and her feelings. I was dying when she woke up and they're like, you want to go skiing? What do you want to do? And she was like, it's like, she literally just woke up and everyone's like in her face. Um, and then there was a meme about this. We'll have to put, po- we posted it to our stories, but basically like then 30 minutes later, she goes from being like ex- completely exhausted just came out, like woke up getting out of bed to full hair, full makeup. And then a red jumpsuit ski outfit that was unbelievable. It was so good. It was awesome. And I feel like she's the only person in the world that could pull that off. And Whitney's comment was so weird. He said that she looked like Farrah Fawcett from hell. Yeah. And he's like, that's a compliment though. And she's like, oh, okay. It was weird. It was so weird. Ugh, Whitney. I don't like Whitney. Um, I also am really disappointed in, I'm not so much disappointed in Austin because I think Austin only thinks about himself and I don't think Austin is close with Catherine, but Austin, you know, we talked about the whole weed thing. Um, and this is, you know, Catherine went to rehab for weed, which is not something you hear of pretty frequently, but that was, you know, part of the reason why she lost her children for a bit. It's very sensitive to her. Um, I'm disappointed that Shep, it never crossed his mind to say, to Austin as they're planning this trip because Shep kind of helped him plan it. You should check with Catherine and make sure she's okay that we're having a private chef that's known for infusing marijuana into every part of the meal. And no one did. No, I agree. I felt really, really bad for her. I thought the cast handled it super shitty. I actually, and I think Danny usually I feel like is a voice for Catherine, but because she was high at the dinner or I don't know if she just didn't want to take it on or maybe she did say something behind the scenes, but I'm actually kind of surprised she didn't say much either. Um, Or like, so like at least be like, Hey guys, like, you know, I know we're going to do this and all, but maybe, 
I don't even know what you would suggest. Yeah. Maybe we do like a smaller group or maybe we don't do it at the house or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, felt I just thought it was her. interesting. Um, and also for being Cam's like birthday trip, it did not feel like a birthday trip for her. Um, <laughs> uh, I know. I, well, it really wasn't um, that much about Cam. I did like how Cam's like, I realize I'm not getting my mojo back. Like it, it's done. It's I'm, I'm yeah. a mom. Um, but yeah, I just, I felt really bad for her and I thought, um, I thought somebody, it should have crossed somebody's mind. And I think, you know, mostly Chef and Austin planned it. So it would have been, I mean, they were the ones who went up to Cam and said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to Steamboat. So, um, yeah, I just was like really disappointed. I felt bad for her. And I think that on top of Whitney denying them hooking up, I, I guess she shared with Craig, it just, you know, I think that's hurtful for her. She's trying to turn her life around. And then here's people who are basically, I mean, there was, marijuana leaves was the table display you know it's like oh it was terrible yeah real ones yeah and the fact of like how a lot of those folks made such nasty comments about Catherine back in that day too so I can see how it brought up a lot of raw emotions but made me love Craig like we always say that Craig speaks up for unpopular opinions but Catherine at the dinner did confront um or not I wouldn't even say confront but did tell Austin that it's not cool like you know, next time I would appreciate you just like letting me know or checking if I'm cool with it. Like, I felt like she was very chill. She wasn't loud. She didn't yeah. try to like fully disrupt everything. Um, and, it, and then, you know, yeah. Also, even when she left, all she said was, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And Craig knew she had been gone for a little bit. And Craig knew that she wasn't probably coming back. And he went in the other house to check on her. Um, but she didn't storm off or anything. I mean, I think we're really seeing like the maturity of Catherine from the beginning to now. Yeah, and I mean, at first, you're kind of like, it was a little strange that she was looking back old videos or, like, comments of what people said. But, like she said, I guess, it's just to remind herself of where she's been and how bad of a place that put her there. there. If that keeps her accountable, by all means, do whatever you need to do. But but I felt really bad for her. I will say, so after Craig then kind of yells at everyone, especially Whitney, specifically Whitney, to say, like, go talk to Catherine, like, stop being such a dick. Yeah. I was a little disappointed in Cam not doing anything. I, I'm not saying Cam and Catherine are best friends, but I would have would have liked to hear from Cam, like, yeah, can't, like, say, hey, Whitney, stop being a dick and go talk to Catherine. Or, or just say, like, when she got up and left, just say, like, to both Chef and Austin, like, you guys know that this is something she struggles with. Like, you should have checked with her. I, I'm, again, I don't know that Catherine and Cam would ever become best friends and stuff. I just, I think after seeing Cam's heartfelt moment for Catherine yeah. last reunion, I, w- I just would have expected a little I agree. something. I thought maybe a little more. Just a little something from her. Just a little, little acknowledgement, especially because she was the only, one of the only other people sober yeah. at the table. Yeah, I think she really was probably the only one um, because, you know, Chelsea was very high. Um Yes. I think everybody else was enjoying or and or drunk. Um, and Craig did it, right? Or he was drinking. He yeah, was drinking, right. but he didn't do any of the – I don't think he put any of it on there. Yeah. Um, or he did. They didn't show it. But we do get a little break from the ski trip. And randomly – I felt like this was so staged. Ashley calls Naomi. It was so staged. To get drinks oh with her. Um, and here's the part where, it, like, it was, you could tell it was super staged because Naomi said, I'm in Mount Pleasant. Um, which for those of you not familiar with the area, um, Mount Pleasant is probably 
mm, an hour, a little over an hour away from Hill, uh, from, I'm sorry, from Charleston. It's actually pretty close to Hilton Head where, um, my husband and his family and I go every year. But, um, so it was really random that Ashley happened to be in Mount Pleasant as well. And she, cause as soon as Naomi said that, she's like, perfect, let's meet at Stubbs. It's like, well, how was Ashley just randomly also in Mount Pleasant? Um, it was so bad, but I did yeah. love that Ashley is driving a CRV, which brings her back to reality <laughs> and off the coattails of Mr. Ravenall. Like I got so much enjoyment out of that, but it was the fakest lunch ever. Uh, well, and then first of all, I think they were also fake drinking because if, if I, my counting is correct, Naomi had three and a half glasses of wine because she asked for extra large in a 45 minute window and then was going to drive an hour back to Charleston. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's actually a really I was good like, point. Um, well, this isn't safe. And like, I doubt no. production would have let her get in the car had she been hammered. So I, I just, the whole thing was staged, but basically Naomi confronts Ashley and basically tells her like, you have no chance in hell of being friends with Catherine and Ashley's still playing the victim. People filled my head with bad things about her and that I'm actually on Catherine's side, which makes no sense. No sense. She's on the apology train because she wants to be relevant and remain on the show. Yeah. She had a little thing with People Magazine about life after Thomas Ravenel and yeah. how she saw in a little blurb of the article, literally, it's, she said, like, people forgave Catherine and she made a comeback and she's like, I want to show the viewers another side of me. And I just feel like it's so calculating. Yeah. Like, it's just, she sucks. Uh, That's probably why we're blocked. I was going to say, and Ashley. we're blocked from her, which is hilarious because we actually have never posted anything bad about her. Um, we have posted things in support of Catherine. So I think that just goes to show she's blocking people that are like fans of Catherine. Um, how is that being on Catherine's side? So she's just full of shit. Um, but yeah, I think next week's uh, preview looks really, really good for Southern Charm too. It looks like somehow Madison gets more into it. Yeah. I love it. And Austin apparently says some shit about Danny and has her in tears. It's going to be good. Be I did. Last thing before we moved on to Beverly Hills, I loved Madison laying in, like, oh. chewing. Not, like, her argument with Shep. I don't even know how, what I want to call it, but I just loved every second of it. So good. I, I agree. I loved I loved it. Um, but I also loved that Andy, I just love that Andy is, like, getting so comfortable in his role as host that he's also instigating drama. So for Beverly Hills, um, we kind of start with him basically saying like, you know, you guys, something about lawsuits comes up and he basically, he, apparently a viewer wrote in and then they talk and ask each woman, each housewife about all the legal issues they're having right now. It was pretty bananas. It was good. And I like that the women were like, well, we don't want to talk. We don't want to talk about this stuff because it's like alleged and it's being handled yeah. in the courts. And he's like, but if I'm on reality TV and I'm talking about this stuff, I would talk about it with my friends. Yeah. I, I thought he had a really good point there. I mean, I don't understand, especially in the Bahamas when it happened while they were filming. I mean, Dorit was, like you would think yeah, it, they would have talked about it. And it's just one of those things that's like this in the background. We all know this stuff is like, we all know it's happening. So it is odd when they, they leave it out. I think they basically implied one of the viewers said that all the women were focusing on, you know, the, the stupid dog um, because they wanted to divert the attention from all their legal issues. And so then Andy brought up all the legal battles that they're all having. Um, and we've heard this theory and I think there's probably a lot to it. I think definitely for Dorit, I wouldn't be shocked if she's the one who turned it into radar, leaked the story 
because she wants everything to be about her and the dog, not about the fact that they have zero money. Yeah, I don't know. I just wish she would have controlled the gossip. I, that's what I think with these women, like, she could have easily nipped that in the butt and be like, oh, my gosh, what the hell happened with that lady who confronted me? That's so crazy. Like, this is actually what's happening. She could have nipped it in the butt so quickly. So it's just it just makes it feel more sketchy. Yeah, I agree. Um, but so we did we had some like good, really good moments, though. I um, we saw Erica Jane come out full force. Um, yes, finally. And I loved it. This is the Erica. I mean, we keep saying like this is the Erica Jane we've been wanting. But like, I think. I I think if she comes back next year, we're going to see her in her in all her glory. But I love that she just fired right back when they asked about what work have you had done. Oh, me too. It was I was like kind of like, damn, Erica, what the have they done to you? Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, so bad. She doesn't mind like kind of going after some of like the fans when they ask questions. No, and I mean, here's the thing, and I don't know if they realize this as fans and viewers. They have lavish lifestyles. I know they're not lifestyles of the rich and famous, but every housewife, the reason why the housewife started is to see rich women live their extravagant lives and get a peek into their daily lives. So I feel like there's a fine line there. Like they do. And I get it. If it's on her terms and she wants to share what she wants to share, by all means do it. But I do think there is a little bit of that pizzazz i mean that's why it's beverly hills i think andy was trying to get to that when he was talking to her before she erica jane him yeah i i i loved it um but basically the bulk of this is camille comes out and well she comes out and leaves and basically strips down to nothing but we'll we'll dive into that in a second um but i mean camille is kind of all over the place but she started off just mad like fiery mad and just starts laying into a lot of the women. Um, I don't a hundred percent know where some of her anger was coming from. And I feel like we differ here because I think you kind of liked what Camille was saying. Well, I only liked it in one part. I thought when Camille was talking about Teddy and Kyle's relationship, I do feel like she was being honest and I, I could totally see what she was saying there about their friendship and how she feels like Teddy's up her ass and all of that and how they're like stuck together and you feel like you can't have like a conversation without the other participating, mainly Teddy. So I gave her props there. I outside of that, the rest of that, she lost me. She Camille is a person on TV that you like love to hate. Yeah. She's so damn entertaining though. Like I will give her that. Like I enjoyed watching it at, at other people's expense, of course, but it was, it was good. It was just, I, and I felt like, she was just all over the place. I couldn't figure out why she was so mad. Um, and she kept me like, it's hip- hypocrisy at its finest. I was like, oh, my God, Camille, you've said that a million times. But she's kind of a hypocrite herself because basically all the women are saying to her is like, if you like Lisa and be friends with her, that's fine. But then don't bash Lisa to all of them. Um, and she did definitely wear two faces a lot of the season. And then even after, like, you know, when she was at Lisa's um, launch for the new Vanderpump uh, cocktail gardens in Vegas, she said she was only there because of her friend. Yet we see on the show, like, she was in Lisa's hotel room talking to her. Oh, it was just yeah. like, I feel like it's like, Camille, you've got to you got to pick a side. And honestly, like, pick the side that maybe no one else is on. It probably is a better place for you and being relevant and staying on the show. Um, but you can't keep jumping back and forth. 
Oh, no, 100%. And I think uh, Kyle said it best. She kept saying, like, say what you feel in the moment. Yeah. Which I feel like it's very accurate about Camille. Just say what you feel in the moment. Stop. Just, I mean, it's just say what you feel. Yeah. I did love, um, though, when she was like, I'm feeling ganged up on now. I'm leaving. And as she's walking off, she unzips her dress and is, like, taking her I get that you want to take your mic off. But she was literally, like, naked. I mean, they show her walking into her dressing room, but... We pretty much saw almost Camille's entire butt. Oh, yeah. No, and she, I mean, and she, like you said, she was all over the place. She also said that she feels like LVP may have not come because of Brandy, because Brandy is on the show. Yeah, for, like, the one scene. (laughs) for one, like, five seconds, I thought that was weird and the dumbest shit. However, Brandy did say she watched the episode and agrees with all, all of us viewers that Camille was crazy and seemed yeah. very angry she felt like brandy feels and this is not confirmed this is all alleged but she feels that camille was like speaking on behalf of lvp like lvp like coached her a lot of this is, to me like look reading it i'm like uh this seems like sounds like someone who's super paranoid yeah <laughs> i don't know that lvp has the time nor cares that much however a tiny tiny bit of me could kind of see it so to me, that could kind of make sense as to why Camille was all over the place. She also, apparently, too, Brandy saying she won't be coming back next season. But you, I never, I don't, won't believe it yeah. until we see I promos. I can't believe Camille's going to do Lisa's dirty work again. So, I mean, we we saw the scene a couple times with Taylor Armstrong, who was um, a, a housewife. And um, her husband tragically committed suicide. But there was a lot of issues with that marriage. She was filing for divorce at the time that he... Um, took his own life, but Camille was one who brought a lot of the stuff forward and put it on the show. Um, and you see a scene where she says to Lisa, you told me to say all that. And it's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And Camille got really mad and she brought it up. She's like, this isn't the first time I've seen someone being burned for doing Lisa's dirty work. And then here she is possibly doing it again. Exactly. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. And I did with Camille and the other thing that was kind of all over the place and another shocking moment for me was that she said she didn't want to invite anyone to the wedding and that it was production. And, and I love then that Teddy, because, you know, Teddy's been accused of being, like, fake and just being up t- uh, Kyle's ass. She's like, so then why did you ask her to be in the wedding? Yeah. No, I thought that was actually a good point. It's like, why would you have her as a bridesmaid? And it just goes to show how all over the place Camille was and how she was unraveling as we were watching her. It was very, very interesting TV. Um, but, you know, we have got one more part left. And I am still holding out hope. If it's not Lisa being on, it's going to be a clip of Lisa, the women, watch it and react to it. Because they did that with Brandy seasons ago. Um, and so, I, I don't know. I'd love – I think it would be kind of a poetic justice because LVP was the one who was like, we're not even going to talk about her if she's not here. Um, so, it would have been – it will be kind of interesting to see if this is now, you know, what LVP does, taking a page out of Brandy's playbook. Well, we'll add a poll – and see what yeah. you all think too on our Instagram and see what you guys think on whether or not she will truly show up. Yeah. Uh, but this, I mean, it's been a, a dramatic week, but I'm really sad that some of these seasons are coming to an end. However, I am getting really excited for OC, which I didn't, I didn't think I would be, but Vicky demoted a new girl in there that looks like she's going to shake it up. I think we've got like a lot of exciting Bravo things to come. 
I am so excited. And that in Dallas is coming, yes. coming, which we've never watched before. So we're really, really excited to talk about that, which brings us to our shout out. And we want to give a shout out to you. Thank you so much. We recently hit a major milestone for us on our Instagram page, which sounds so kind of silly when you say it out <laughs> loud. <laughs> like it sounds kind of like a little douchey, but seriously. Okay. Let me tell you guys something. When Abby and I started Real Moms of Bravo eight months ago, it was a way for us to have a creative outlet to pour our love into Bravo, something that we bonded over as on our, on our <laughs> friendship and as a way to like, just talk about these things because it's fun and we enjoy doing it. And we've connected with so many of you on Instagram, especially and to, hit, to have 10,000 people laugh with us, with our memes and, you know, want to talk about Dorit, what Dorit's doing or how crazy Camille is. It's so, it's been so much fun and it blows our mind. So thank you so much for being a part of this. It's, we have no idea where it's going to go, but we're having <laughs> fun doing it and we're having fun doing it with you. So if you have any sort of suggestions or thoughts, again, always slide into our DMs. We're super, super responsive and love chatting with you. We love hearing theories and all the, yes, there's been a lot of good theories. So yeah, I love it. Um, even if we disagree with you, it's always just interesting to see what other people think about. So always let us know. Um, even if you think we're wrong. Um, yes. And so if you want us to give you a shout out in real life, yes. we actually have joined Cameo, which is super fun. So if you have a special birthday shout out, anything really, if you need like some mothering support, um, I'm trying to think of like, uh, um, I don't maybe, know, uh, potty training support, yeah. mom related 21st birthday, 30th birthday. I don't care. We'll do it. Yeah. And we will uh, be excited to do it for you. So thank you guys. So we'll link. Yeah. We'll link to our cameo for you to check that out. And that, so. that wraps it up. So we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes give up on a workout you failed seriously what the hell we're body we've been a part of that too but not anymore at body we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality not in a pizza monday kind of way in a loving your whole life kind of way in a this workout is fun and it's okay if i take a week off kind of way in an i'm eating healthy and it's okay if i indulge kind of way in a I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.